Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I am a tail fin locomotive. You can polish my chrome so clean. We can fly off into the sunset together. A rusty old American dream still running. A rusty old American dream. Yes, indeed, and thanks to the help you get from ASC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. He'll help you keep it running. If you need to bring in your car, your truck, your van, your personal vehicle for uh, some service, and you want to know what in the heck could be wrong with it, uh, Dan will give you some idea of what that is. Call it in or text it in. I'll give you a number in just a second. But uh, let's say good morning to Dan Burns. Dan, how are you? Good morning, Danny. I'm great. Thank you. Beautiful, crisp morning this morning. It is. Yeah. We just uh, bumped up one degree to 33 now. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be, looks like highs this week. For you and your crews uh, at Lloyd's, so they can get out there without wearing a jacket, probably in the 50s, daytime oh, nice. highs. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, if Again, if you uh, need to bring in your vehicle for service and you want to ask Dan a question, you can do it either by phone or by text. It's the uh, same number, 651-461-9226. Again, uh, if you have a question, don't wait, because Dan uh, takes his leave about 745 this morning. So... Uh, call it in or text it in. Here again is the number for either uh, 651-461-9226. bit ago, we uh, received a text, uh, Dan, uh, about um, something you and I have talked about in, in uh, years past. But let me just read it. It says, uh, hi, Denny and Dan. Love the show. Just wondering if you, meaning Lloyd's, do pre-purchase used vehicle inspections? If so... Do you usually need an appointment? Also, could you go over some of the things you do on an inspection? Thank you very much. And thanks for that text. uh, Yeah. Of course, we do do used vehicle inspections. I'm I'm sure that we probably do one every day at least. Mm. Uh, Yes, you do need an appointment. And uh, I have a strong opinion on it, but I think to buy a vehicle without doing... A used vehicle inspection is crazy, so don't do that. Uh, It's just way too important uh, of a thing to do. And, uh, you know, it's just a a very comprehensive inspection so that you know what you're getting into. We look for, are there any fluid leaks, for example? Uh, We check the steering and suspension and brakes and tires and all the things that 
uh, would be expensive repairs, and then we, you know, test drive it, be sure that the transmission is shifting properly and that the engine is running properly, that there's no lights on that uh, would concern us, things like that. So it's just a good checkup. And, uh, and like I say, very, very important. And when you're having a professional do that checkup, it's no big deal. We look at cars every single day. So we're talented and, and able to uh, find problems. We look for problems every day. So they ju- kind of jump out at us because we're trained that way. But a very, very important process, or part of it, is, is to have it inspected before you purchase it. That's for sure. And from whomever you might be purchasing this vehicle, if they go, nah, I don't think I'll let you do that, you might, that might be a red flag. Yeah, I would move on. <laughs> yeah, move yeah. on. Yeah. All right. 651 How long of a process does that take, by the way, that inspection, generally? Well, it's less than an hour. Okay. You know, we, we, budget, we budget an hour of time for it, but it usually doesn't take that long. Very good. All right, this text says this. My mom has a 2008 Hyundai with only 15,000 miles. Should the transmission oil be changed at 30,000 miles or sooner when the car isn't driven very much? Same question for coolant. I think that you should stick with what the manufacturer recommends. Sometimes they put both a time and a date in there. And, uh, you know, if, for example, if they say every three years or 36,000 miles, a particular fluid should be changed, then that's exactly what you should do. If you don't have the 36,000 miles, then stick with the three years that they're recommending. If they don't recommend that, if they only say every 36,000 miles, then that's exactly what I would do too. Uh, with most, if not many, vehicles, do is is there a fluid to change in the transmission? I mean, it is in some cases, is it like permanent? <laughs> on many fluids, there are uh, fluids to change, um, and actually, on on many vehicles, there quite frequently, hmm. are, you know, it's a quite frequent change. On the ones where they do recommend changing, usually it's a pretty easy process, <clears throat> where they do provide a drain plug and uh, and they. Uh, you know, provide a, a, a procedure for refilling them and, uh, you know, follow those procedures. And, and uh, it's not a big deal. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's still pr- rather common. And if you, uh, if you can't find, let's say, your manual and you want to know uh, maintenance, I have found, as you probably have, because you've, you guys there at Lloyd's have all the computer stuff, uh, found uh, maintenance schedules on uh, maintenance I have found, as you probably have, because you guys there at Lloyd's have all the computer stuff, uh, found uh, maintenance schedules on Google on any particular vehicle. I thought, oh, okay, let me just check. If I couldn't find it in the manual, I'll look online, and generally I'll find it. I think that that's true, and uh, quite honestly, Denny, we search the web for all sorts of things every single day. You know, we have all every professional site that's available uh, here at Lloyd's, uh, but sometimes that's not what we're looking for, and uh, sometimes what we're looking for is a trick that somebody has uh, mm-hmm. found out previously, and, and a web search is, is exactly where you find those things. Be careful, because uh, some of them will lead you down a, the wrong path, <laughs> right. but but uh, but there's some good information out there. Yeah, absolutely. Tell you what, before we take a break, let's grab a phone call from Quinn calling in from Ham Lake this morning. Uh, Quinn, good morning. You're on with Dan Burns. 
Yeah, I have a 2010 lacrosse I bought uh, used. And it's got it just turned over 100,000, and I don't have the manual, but supposedly when I bought it, they told me that they changed the transmission fluid and uh, the flush radiator at uh, 60 some thousand. So, like I said, I just got a little over 100,000. When should I really do that again? And I only drive about 10,000 a year. Well, if they did it at sixty thousand, that's probably when it was due, and that would be a common number that uh, that uh, uh, you know that they, that they use with those sorts of fluid changes. So I think that when you get to a you know hundred thousand or hundred and twenty thousand miles, you'll probably that will probably would be a good time to do it again. Okay. Let's take a quick break here, inviting our listeners to join in. Don't forget, if you have any kind of a car care question, don't wait. Dan will be with us for a little less than 30 minutes from now. So uh, call it in or text it in, any kind of a car care question you may have, at 651-461-9226. More car care talk here on a Saturday morning on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And again, good Saturday morning to you. Denny Long here along with ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Exactly where is the, what's your address there, Dan? Well, thanks for asking, Denny. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give a call as soon as this morning. 651-228-1316. We'll get that number before Dan leaves us, which is about 745 this morning. So if you have any kind of a car care question, don't hesitate. Call Dan or text Dan at 651-461-9226. Dan, we have callers, we have texters, so let's get back to it. I think another Dan from Belchester is uh, on the line. Dan, you're on with Dan Burns. Yeah, good morning. morning. I have a 1995 Chevy Silverado with uh, 86,000 miles on it, and I'm having some drivability issues. Uh, it seems to stutter and cut out. It doesn't seem like it has a lot of power, so I've replaced a lot of parts, fuel pumps, CDRs. I've tried different throttle bodies. Uh, I stumbled across something the other night when I was checking the base timing. I timed it to base timing, shut the car off, reconnected the, the timing wire, I guess they call it, behind the glove compartment, and started the truck up again. The timing did advance, but after about a minute or two, I noticed my timing light, instead of having a nice methodical rhythmic flash, kind of had a strobe to it. Um, I've stumped two service garages. They haven't been able to track this down. And the last service garage thought maybe it was the ECM. I was wondering what your thoughts were. Well, that's a tricky thing to try and do over the phone, of course, but as you can imagine, but um, <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if that's the if that's the case. Um, that's certainly old enough that uh, it's been in service for a long time, and uh, you know computers do. Fa- I wouldn't say they fail often, but they do fail, <clears throat> and oftentimes when they fail, they fail in a strange way like that. And so um, that could be, if you're sure that the, you know, first of all, don't skip the basics. And the basics of an internal combustion engine are 
you know, starting with compression, be sure that the engine itself is good, and then be sure that you have a good a good spark being delivered to the cylinder. You need good fuel being delivered to the to the uh, cylinder and good pressure. You know, so check all of those sorts of things. It sounds like you're checking the timing to be sure that the timing is uh, <clears throat> is correct, and and that's certainly a key ingredient. But the computer controlling all of that stuff, while you mechanically have the timing set to where the manufacturer wants it, that doesn't mean that the computer is keeping it there. And the computer certainly has the ability to, to mess with that. So uh, that's um, one of the things that, that could certainly be the problem. But there's lots of other things that intermittently could be creating a vacuum leak or something like that that uh, that could, uh, you know, uh, be causing your trouble. So I guess my real recommendation would be, you know, if you've, if you've taken it in and if it truly will act up and, and act up, you know, consistently enough that we can get to the bottom of it, I think that maybe you need to give another shop a look at it and another set of eyes and see if something somebody else doesn't have a, a better idea. But it sounds like you've tried lots of things and are getting frustrated. And, and so, uh, you know, I think maybe you just need to stumble on the right person and uh, and they'll take care of it for you. Yeah, let's hope so. Well, good luck with that, Dan. Uh, Judy uh, this morning is calling in from Minneapolis. Dan, Judy, you are on with uh, Dan Burns. Hi, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm on my way home. From work, and an uh, orange light came on the dashboard with a picture of a car that's like going straight ahead with like skid marks, only they're not a straight line. It's a line like a lightning line, and then underneath those skid marks, it says off, O F F. What does that mean? <laughs> Well, it's I'm just guessing because I I can't see it and and you know on every vehicle and and every light they're just a little bit different. But it sounds like uh, your vehicle is uh, turn is for some reason is turning off the traction control. And what that is is when you're on ice or slippery roads, <clears throat> when you're braking or accelerating, it helps to not allow one of the wheels to spin. And uh, it assists you in that. And so when there's a problem with the, the system, it will uh, turn it off just because it, if it's malfunctioning, it's not safe to use. And so they just shut it off. And, and the, if that's the case, the vehicle is still safe to drive. Um, but it will need some attention as to, as to why that light's on. I would recommend that you... Next opportunity, pull over and, and look in your owner's manual and identify exactly what that light is. And if it is traction control or anti-lock brakes or something like that, uh, it is safe to drive until you can get it into the shop and get it checked. I'm not saying it happened in this case, uh, Dan, but I remember in, in with my vehicle, and I can't remember which one uh, over the years, I inadvertently hit a button. By mistake, I could have been reaching for something else. I bumped in inadvertently, and it changed some something, whether right. it was the snow or the traction thing. So maybe that's the case. Maybe it it's could strictly, be. Yeah. yeah. Could but be. yeah. And, and, and the owner's manual will have that. It'll show, it'll show you where to turn it on and off. And 
uh, try doing that, turning it on and off and see if that doesn't take it. It's, it's actually funny you mentioned that, Denny, because my daughter called me this week and uh, her car was stuck in four-wheel drive. Hmm. And uh, that's exactly what had happened is one of the kids was pushing buttons <laughs> and put it into four-wheel drive and and uh, she just didn't know how to take it out. Sure, it can happen. Uh we're going to have a look at that forecast in a, in a moment. But uh, this texter says, is turning rotors a good idea or should I just buy a new, uh, new ones? Love the show. Well, we rarely turn. And what they're talking about is taking the brake rotors off the vehicle and putting them on a lathe and cutting them and making them smooth, perfectly smooth again. And <clears throat> we rarely do that for two reasons. One is, or three reasons. One is... Uh, it's way faster to just replace the brake rotors. The machining the rotors, the time that it takes to do it has gotten to be, I mean, it, it takes a while, and labor costs get to be so expensive that it's cheaper to uh, most in most cases to just replace the rotors. And uh, with brake rotors, the brake pads have gotten so good and the brake pads are so hard and last so long that oftentimes the brake rotors wear down also. And uh, for that reason, the rotors are below the minimum thickness by the time you're due for a brake job anyway. And so then in that case, they need to be replaced. Uh-huh. Very good. Hang on, Dan. We'll uh, take a quick break for, for weather, and then we'll have more show to come. Keep in mind, Dan will be with us for about another 13, 14 minutes or so. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Back with more car care here on News Talk eight three zero. This is WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Dan Burns, ASC certified technician from Lloyd's Automotive, helping you out as he's done for what do we figured? At least twenty six years, I think, and counting. I think that's probably right. <laughs> yeah, pretty close. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. A lot of, a lot of text messages to uh, to help folks out with. Let's see, um, and here's one we get from time to time. In this case, it's a 1999 Mercedes SLK. Storing it for the winter. Should you change oil before storage or in the spring when taking it out of storage? <laughs> Great question. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever makes you feel better. You know, if you haven't driven it very much, if you haven't driven it very much, uh, and most of those vehicles don't get driven very much, I probably would change it when I take it out of storage and have fresh oil in it, you know, for the season when you're actually using it. Um, you know, if it's due for an oil change, uh, I would probably change it before I put it away. Yeah, that makes sense. Here's a listener that says a, a positive battery connection keeps oxidizing even after extensive wire brushing of the battery post and terminal cable and rinsing with a carbonated beverage. Any su- additional suggestions? No, that's uh, maybe spray a little uh, uh, lubricant on it. Um, that will help slow it down. But it you know it's, it actually happens from the gassing of the battery. The battery. Um, just by its nature, gives off a corrosive type gas, and so that happens at the at the cables. Uh, um, one thing that you might want to do is actually take the cable apart and get it really good and clean, and then uh, and then put it back together and, uh, like I say, spray it with some sort of lubricant, and that'll help keep it from being exposed to the air and the gas. Okay. 
I know it's hard to uh, give a cost on certain things without, because you have people that do that for you, <laughs> they're Lloyds. But uh, this text says, how much would an axle shaft seal cost with labor? But maybe more importantly, how important is this to be done? Axle well, it, shaft seal. Yeah, it is important because uh, it's leaking fluid, um, you know, a, a, a fluid that the vehicle needs. Uh, so the, the seals are in fact, not just axle seals, but all seals are a big deal. You know, you need to keep the vehicle full of the fluid that it was designed to have. And, and uh, the reason that they put seals in is to keep the fluid in. And so uh, it, it is important to be replaced. And I don't know how much that costs. You know, the axle has to be removed from the vehicle. And sometimes that gets kind of complicated. So it can be expensive, but very important. This was a follow-up to that. It was the uh, identification. It was a 2019 Blazer, the output seal, 2019 yeah. Blazer. Yeah, I okay. still don't know how much it cost. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. For sure. Uh, here's one. It says, uh, can you trust the oil life remaining message on the driver info center? I set my trip meter last oil change. The indicator stated 17% remaining with 5,700 miles before I could get it in. For an oil change, seems fairly accurate. The dealer stated, trust it to 20% remaining. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what they recommend is that 20% that you change it. And uh, <clears throat> depending upon the vehicle, some ve- some vehicles are actually sophisticated enough to take into account your uh, drive- the driving conditions. So in other words, if you're on the highway all the time, they're going to let you go many more miles on an oil change interval than uh, if you're driving only in the city. And so uh, they're not all that way. Some of them just do it on mileage, but some of them are sophisticated enough to take into into account your habits. And uh, if that's the case, then uh, I would do what the manufacturer recommends. I have found that they are pretty trustworthy, Hmm. that uh, that you can trust what they say. Okay. I like these unsolicited comments here. It says, I've been to Lloyd's Automotive. They care about you and your car. <laughs> it sounds like a commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah But you. I've been there. Yeah, and it's absolutely true. So I second that. Thank you for that. This text, Dan, said, uh, Dan, I recently started driving a car instead of a truck. Question is, are there regulations on the brightness of these newer style headlights? Hmm. I assume that the headlights are fine you know they they they're uh they put them in in lots of cars now and uh, quite honestly the after you've driven with the new headlights especially somebody at my age when you go back to a vehicle with the old style light bulbs uh they almost feel unsafe the new ones are so much brighter and uh and work so much better that uh, that I think it's uh, that it's, I think it's a great thing that they're doing. The trouble is when you meet a car that has those bright lights. Sometimes it's it's a little bit blinding because oh, yeah. they are so bright. But but as far as I know, uh, they are uh, legal to have on the road and and fit within the guidelines of of what the uh, you know the state highways allow. Do you at Lloyd still uh, kind of spruce up uh, old headlights, those old yellowed uh, lenses? We do do that, and that makes a huge difference. You know, over time, they get they get cloudy and they get yellowed looking, 
And uh, boy, after we polish them and make them clear again, it makes a big difference on, on how bright those lights are. Yeah. Good idea to get that done if you're hanging onto a car. We are just about out of time, Dan. Uh, for those folks that maybe need uh, some help, uh, and they want to get over to Lloyd's Automotive, and people come there from everywhere. So how, how do we get in touch with you guys there? Well, come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give us a call, 651-228-1316. Excellent. Well, you have a good week, Dan. We'll uh, have another show next Saturday morning here on CCO. Have a good one, Dan. Thanks, Denny. Dan Burns, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Now, get ready. We hope to track to uh, Jack Farrell with his wine chat. Jack, back from uh, Italy. We'll see what happened there. That's uh, straight ahead. Then in the 8 o'clock hour, get those lawn and garden questions ready. Julie Weisenhorn from the U of M will be answering all of your lawn and garden questions in the 8 o'clock hour. That's all straight ahead here. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.